0: Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Wednesday, December the 6th, and welcome to our commentary. Just a couple of quick things here up front. Uh, I hope you had a chance to see some of these video clips. I know it's sometimes hard to see this stuff live because we we have to work and we have to do things uh, during the day. We don't have time to sit there and watch C-SPAN or whatever to watch all of this, but a lot of it, some of the highlights are available. On some of the some of the video clips and so on, you can see on on the internet. And I I thought these uh, presentations by the college presidents from I think Harvard, uh, I think Penn, I believe MIT. These presentations by these college presidents and the way they were answering these questions about the anti semitism at some of these universities that we have seen here. I mean, right there, we've seen it with our eyes. We've seen students literally call for the elimination and of, of, the, of the Israeli nation. And we've seen movies, I mean, videos that you can see of Jewish students being harassed. Uh, yeah, this is unforgivable. And this kind of stuff should not happen in a university. And these presidents should be doing more. And, you know, when they ask them to re- direct yes and no questions, they start swimming with the language and saying, well, you know, it depends. Uh, it depends in the context. Context? You're you're calling for the elimination of Israel and you want to know what the context is? Uh, I mean, I thought it was pretty bad. And of course, there's not much Congress can do to, to do anything about this because these are private universities. But the ones who can do something about it are the people who donate millions of dollars to these universities. The, the alumni, the foundations who support these universities, they are the ones who need to step up and start uh, canceling some of those checks and some of those uh, contributions that they make. And in fact, some families are already doing that. I remember something, reading something about the Huntsman family, uh, you know, stopping their or withholding their contributions to, I believe, Penn uh, for some of the things that happened there. It is absolutely shameful totally, completely shameful to see this kind of stuff going on in our university, this kind of direct, in-your-face anti-Semitism. That should not be happening. It should not be tolerated. Uh, And then, of course, all this denial that women were raped and then, you know, tearing off uh, copies or pictures of little babies who were killed. I mean, that's just crazy, and that should not be happening in our universities. I'm all in favor of dissent, I'm all in favor of conversation and discussions of issues. I'm all for that. I believe in free speech, and part of free speech is hearing things that you don't want to hear. But there's a big difference between that and calling for the elimination of Israel. Big, big difference. So I hope you have a chance to, to see these video clips. And really, it comes down to the people who donate money. That those They're the only ones who can make a change at these universities. And some of them are already starting, as I say, to withhold uh, the checks. Another quick thing is that today they're having a vote, I believe today, in the Senate regarding the, the, the assistance package to uh, Ukraine. I favor supporting Ukraine. I think it's important to support Ukraine. But I also think that we have to do something about the border. And if you want the American people to spend 50, 60 billion dollars in Ukraine, But you're not willing to do anything about the border or you're not willing to change this crazy asylum plan that we have right now where anybody can just show up at the border and seek asylum. If you're not willing to do that, then you've got to get tough with the the Biden administration and say, no, we're not going to give you the money for Ukraine if you're not willing to do something uh, about the border. So I support the, the Republicans on that one. What I find fascinating and I just saw a little bit of President Biden during lunch talking about the vote this afternoon. What I find fascinating is that President Biden would benefit politically from doing something about the border. I mean the fact is that if you look at all this all these polls, he's minus 30 points when it comes to the immig- to the border. When people ask, uh, you know, what do you think of his immigration policy or his border policy, he's minus 30 points on that uh, on that issue so it would help them politically if nothing else it would help the country but it would also help them uh politically so i you know i don't know what they're thinking in this white house i don't think they're thinking a lot which is uh why uh, i guess we're in the in the mess we're in i have a post over at the american thinker today about henry kissinger you know it's interesting when when i On the day that Henry Kissinger passed away, he was 100 years old when he passed away. On that day or the day after, I was doing an interview with a radio station in Buenos Aires, Argentina. And we were talking about the new president of Argentina or the president-elect of Argentina. And uh, before I came on, they had other guests. And so I was listening to what the other guests were saying. And the other guests were being very critical of uh, of Secretary Kissinger or former Secretary Kissinger uh, over his alleged involvement with right wing governments in South America, such as Chile, Argentina, and so on. And I, I thought it was interesting because it, it is true that uh, the United States, for example, supported the change in Chile, and Secretary uh, Kissinger was on was in at the time he was Secretary of State. I mean, it is true that the United States supported the change in Chile, but I think Kissinger turned out to be right about that one because Chile needed to have a change. Chile was a disaster uh, about to explode. I mean, that was a terrible situation when Allende was was running that country. So, yes, uh, there was a change. But again, I think Secretary Kissinger turned out to be right. Now, the other thing they were talking about was Kissinger supporting right-wing uh, governments or military governments in uh, in Argentina, and there again, I got to cut some slack here for for Henry Kissinger. I mean, what is he supposed to do? Change the government? I mean, that is the government that Argentina had, so he had to work with the existing government, much like you know we have to work with other countries. We not may not be 100% in approval of their uh, of their politics or whatever well, we have to work with other countries and the secretary of state he had to work with Argentina so I I thought some of the criticism was a bit unfair but anyway the I wrote about that over at the, at the American Thinker and I did quote something that Henry Kissinger wrote that I think we in the United States better pay attention to Henry Kissinger was talking about his homeland of Germany remember uh, Kissinger was born in Germany And he came to the United States as a young man, I guess, right before World War II. His family was escaping, uh, uh, you know, the Nazis back then in the late uh, 30s. So he came to the United States with his family. And Henry Kissinger, you know, was being asked by a German uh, television reporter about what is happening in Germany with immigration uh, or not immigration, but this crazy immigration that they're having in Germany and other countries. And and Henry Kissinger said something that is very true. He said, if you bring in people into your country who don't want to integrate, who don't want to become a part of your country, who don't want to accept the culture of your country, and that's what's unfortunately happening in many of these European uh, countries, what you end up with is a big problem, which is what we're seeing in many of these European countries where you have people coming in who don't want to integrate to the local culture who want to keep their own identity, their own culture. You know, we've, or, we've all heard about these cities like uh, they're called no go cities where even the local police doesn't show up at these places because they're basically untouchable uh, after dark. And, and Kissinger was talking about the danger to a society of, of having that kind of immigration uncontrollable uh, immigration. So I thought that, you know, was an absolutely amazing statement uh, by the former Secretary of of State. So, yes, he was a controversial man. He was around for a long time. And when you practice, you know, when you're in politics for a long time, as he was, when you write books, as he did, obviously, you're going to have some enemies. But I think overall, the balance, in my opinion, with Henry Kissinger was a good one. I I think he was a, a great diplomat and he certainly was a great Secretary of State. Uh, under under president uh nixon fifty years ago if you can if you can believe uh if you can believe that well they were talking uh yesterday to president biden i guess he was doing a fundraiser and somebody said to him whether he would be running and the way it came out or the way i understood it it, it, it was a little confusing because you know sometimes biden is, can be a difficult person to understand but it came out uh, along the line, at least the way I understood it. And many people understood it is that he wouldn't be running if Trump was running. In other words, he was saying if Trump doesn't run, I'm not going to run. Now he corrected that a little bit today by by saying that no, I intend to beat him again, type of uh, of remark. But look, I I think they're worried. I I really do. I think they're worried in the White House about all this polling data that keeps coming out showing uh, President Trump. Defeating President Biden. Now, the latest, what they call the RCP average, and that's when they put all these polls together. The RCP average, the, the most recent one that just came out, when they take all these polls together, show President Trump up like two and a half points. So he's still within the margin of error, but he's up leading uh President Biden by two and a half points in the overall average. Now the truth is that both men are under 50 percent. And that of course is is always uh What that means is that there's a lot of undecided people out there who have not, uh, who are rejecting really uh, both of these men. But I think they're worried in the White House for something else. And that is the perception that a lot of Americans have that Joe Biden is simply not up to the job. And if you saw him today in that little noontime uh, speech, he doesn't look good. He doesn't look good. He's got trouble reading things. And I think a lot of people are concerned about. But the other thing that they're really worried about in the White House is if you have, for example, Bobby Kennedy in the race. If Bobby Kennedy is in the in the race, so you have basically four people, uh, well, three, three, because the other one, West, uh, doesn't really matter that much. But if you have, for example, b- b- Bobby Kennedy in the race, all of a sudden you've got Trump at like 45, Biden at like 38, and then Bobby Kennedy in the teens. Well, if that scenario turned out to be Election Day 2024, what you would have is President uh, Trump winning the the Electoral College with about forty states. He would probably win California. He would win New York. He would win Pennsylvania because in mo- in those states uh, the Biden vote would be divided sharply uh, with Bobby with Bobby Kennedy. So I think that's what they're afraid of in the White House is that uh, that uh, Bobby Kennedy could actually could actually be running. By the way, I've got another post about Argentina coming out tomorrow Thursday morning talking doing like a little status report on the president elect of Argentina who seems to be very popular at the moment according to the uh to the you know the the political polls down there. He's the most popular politician in the country and I think I understand why. So we'll talk about that in the next uh video. Look out for my my post on on Thursday morning. Have a great day, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, and we'll talk to you later. Bye bye, everybody.